my dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Welcome to Before Breakfast, a production of iHeartRadio. Good morning. This is Laura. Welcome to the Before Breakfast podcast. Today's tip is to be a good gift recipient. By making yourself very easy to shop for, you can allow others to have fun giving you gifts and give them the gift of making this far less stressful. One of the upsides of adulthood is having your own money and being able to buy yourself what you want, within reason, of course. That jaguar or yacht might not happen, but if you want a sweater or a juice maker or a book, you generally buy it. And this is quite efficient. But when it comes to gift-giving occasions, people can be stumped. If you wanted a sweater, a juice maker, or a book, you would have already gotten it. So people tend to throw up their hands and funnel more money to Amazon in the form of gift cards. Or you wind up with a sweater that the person feels stressed about. Saying, oh, I don't need anything isn't helpful even if it is true. The social pressure to give gifts is strong. So it's actually nicest to let it be widely known that there is a certain category of things you always like. This makes it easy for people to know what to get you. If you don't have one already, consider starting a collection of something precisely for this purpose. Interesting bottle openers or corkscrews, old lighters, old Boy Scout paraphernalia, depictions of cellos, miniatures, tacky Christmas ornaments, vintage cookbooks. You want something that is specific, but broadly available. Then people will know they can always add to your collection. If you are not taken with the idea of collecting things, you could collect, I'm putting that in quote marks here, things that are specific and consumable. Let people know that you are a connoisseur of hot sauces, and you will get varieties from everywhere. Or you could become known for liking flavored vodkas or really smelly blue cheeses. Again, think broadly available, but distinct enough that there is no doubting what fits your interests. If you really don't want any stuff, then let your favorite experiences be known. Have a favorite restaurant or be known for liking movies in theaters. That way, people can give you gift certificates. You could also let people know about a cause you feel passionate about. If friends, family members, and colleagues know that anything related to dog rescue will warm your heart, 
then they can feel confident choosing to donate in your honor to animal welfare charities. They know that you will be happy about it. Now, I know on some level this all seems inefficient. If you don't need anything, and it is going to take the other person time and money to get you something, then why is anyone bothering? And if you can have an honest conversation with people in your life about not exchanging gifts, that is great. Many extended families decide to only do gifts for kids, which is certainly a good option. And offices might do a secret Santa-type gift exchange to make sure people only buy one present, or a white elephant gift exchange so the gift doesn't have to be thoughtful. The whole point of a white elephant gift exchange is to not be thoughtful. But the more I read about the human brain, the more I see how deeply embedded the idea of reciprocal gift giving is. For the situations or the folks who aren't going to be able to help themselves, the nicest and least stress-inducing thing you can do is be very easy to shop for. So as friends and family start asking you what you want, figure out something specific but broadly available that you can be known for liking. You will solve this dilemma of what to get you for years to come. In the meantime, this is Laura. Thanks for listening. And here's to making the most of our time. Hey, everybody. I'd love to hear from you. You can send me your tips, your questions, or anything else. Just connect with me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Before Breakfast Pod. That's B-E, the number four, then breakfast, P-O-D. You can also shoot me an email at beforebreakfastpodcast at iheartmedia.com. That before breakfast is spelled out with all the letters. Thanks so much. I look forward to staying in touch. Before Breakfast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Hey listeners, I know you love mornings. And with nearly 300 beaches in Puerto Rico, each one is a reason to wake up early and catch a picture-perfect sunrise. Puerto Rico has nearly 300 miles of coastline, and the island's diverse geography offers everything, from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water, to stunning black sand beaches, and beaches perfect for water sports. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com.